gathered around, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. We are your hosts, Jenny, David, and Philip. <laughs> Hello, well, guys. Our first three tro. The three people <laughs> intro. Yes, I, yeah, I was him. about to say, I was about to say, we did, we, this is not a first three person intro, three, three person podcast, but yeah, no, you're right. You're right. How exciting. Three tries. Guys, it's going to be a little awkward afterwards, but, uh, you know, you know uh, I'm sure we can all still be friends. <laughs> Always after. wanted to try it, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, Jenny, sorry for that. We are immature people. That's why we invited you on to help uh, up our maturity game. But, oh goodness! <laughs> yeah, so balance out the idiocy. Yes, please. Uh, okay, so who wants to go first? Who had a great week? Somebody give us a good week. Definitely not me. I have a, I have a hangover right now. So a hangover. Oh, so not good. <laughs> yeah. David. So I'm not. How, I'm how not was your feeling weekend? great. Yeah. How was your How was your weekend, David? I just Jenny, I had one of those nights know. last night where I ended up drinking way more than I thought I had. It just sort of Ooh. happened that way. Like working at a bar, I end up getting a lot of, I don't know, either complimentary or discounted or whatever. Because it's my buddies behind the bar. You know, once I finish my shift, it's my buddies behind there. And they're, they're like, yeah, here you go, you know. So they overpour a little bit and they, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> and um, yeah, so anyway, I just got, I got a little too drunk. And it was one of those things where I, I don't remember everything that happened last night. <laughs> and Jeez. oh wow it was one of those nights where i don't really remember everything and i hate that i just i hate that i i like there's details that i'm like what did i what did i do in that moment did i say stupid things i know i probably did and and then <laughs> and then you, the next morning you pay for it even more with with the hangover and that's where i am right now i'm feeling a lot better than i was this morning it's now afternoon oh but, that's yeah. good I'm yeah, glad that that yeah. hangover is getting better. Now, Jenny, I'm sure you had a long, wonderful week, but what really stuck <laughs> out was in our pre-show meeting, you stuck up for the little man. You said, I am <laughs> that 1%, the, the opposite. No, I guess not the 1%, the 99%. You are the common man and sticking up for the strawberry ice cream stands <laughs> out there. And it yes. blew my mind. It blew my mind. I didn't even know anybody enjoyed uh, strawberry ice cream anymore. Oh, yeah. So to explain uh, what Philip's talking about, um, last night I went with some family to Sake Bomber. It's a local sushi spot in Arizona. And we had a couple of boba cocktails. We had a great sushi spread. And then afterwards for a dessert, we decided to go to Cold Stone. And I was telling Philip that my order at Cold Stone is strawberry ice cream with Oreo cookies and coconut mixed in. And I vouched for strawberry. Yes, I am. My favorite <laughs> of the three is strawberry ice cream. And apparently that's super rare. So yes, I am a strawberry stan. Will always stand strawberry. <laughs> I, I, had, I had no idea. Do you know anybody whose favorite flavor of ice cream is strawberry, David? I always wondered who. No, I don't. I, 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 mean, I was like, who's keeping that, that person I know in business? <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, no one, I'll say no one above the age of eight. Oh, don't be like that. No, I'm just saying, like, the, oh, the okay. only people I know who ever get strawberry ice cream are, the, are kids. You know what? Okay, oh. let me ask this one very important, and then I'll get very quickly to mine. But Jenny, do you enjoy strawberry milk? Oh, I'm not a milk person at all. I will not drink milk. Oh, okay. So, so it's 
it's pretty isolated to like frozen delicacies. Yes, correct. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Well, guys, started a first week on uh, at a new job, so that was pretty much all of my oh, week. Yeah. And uh, and my goodness, uh, it, it's great whenever you start a new job because you get to meet the regulars. It's crazy how every job has its regulars, has its good customers, its bad customers, and uh, and thus far, I've I've found the full assortment, uh, and that's all I really have to say. But. You know what else we got to talk about is our main topic. Let's get to it. You know, we've done a couple movie reviews before. Can at some point we do one of my choosing? <laughs> Eventually, yes. As oh long as, it, my as long as it's of 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 relevance. I mean, if we do uh, self admittedly, if we do the triangle of sadness, all of the two French people that we have who are are listening to the Powwow podcast are going to be enthused, but everybody else will say, eh, eh. "You might so, be uh, you might be you might be overestimating how many French people listen to our podcast." I, hey, hey, <laughs> hey! Who, who already right. seems like a stretch? And that's why. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) But we are we are reviewing a movie today, which is uh, something that we've we've actually wanted to do for two years. Phil and I and and uh, and Jenny's come on the podcast now and and uh, and now we're doing it. Yes. Now we're doing it. We're doing movie reviews. We're going to be doing them more regularly this week. We are talking about Mthrigan. M3 no, again. David, that's not it. That's no, Jenny. Don't it is your... indeed. Look at look at the title. It says Mithrigan. <laughs> Mithrigan does clearly no, they... show that, Philip. <laughs> this is like saying it's K dollar sign ha. No, it's Kesha. No, it's Megan. Uh, I mean, I mean, you're right. Did you ever like what was it back in 2014? Did you see Fant Forstick? Oh my god! <laughs> again, you look at the title. It was Fant Forstick. Oh my goodness! All right. For those not following along for everything, we watched this week, all three of us, to a man and to a woman. We watched the movie Megan just came out. Now, David, for those who have not seen it and uh, wish to uh, fully embrace the spoilage that is going to be coming after this, in your own Mm. words, what is this movie about? In my own words, oh, delightful, because I have not pulled up any uh, synopsis. So (laughs) this movie is about a girl, a little girl who loses her parents and she goes to live with her aunt, Something Aww. I don't remember her name, <laughs> and her aunt just happens to be a toy designer, like super high tech toys. And being the most horrific part of the 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 whole movie was probably the the little animal robot toy that uh, that is introduced at the beginning of the movie. But this aunt is working on a very advanced robotic uh, robotic doll, which uh, she has designed a prototype and tests it out with her her niece who is uh, is desperate for comfort and desperate for some affection and some something to to mo- help her move on from from the recent death of her parents now in uh, in the in the development of this this doll and and as the prototype is being is being updated and and such she starts to learn and it's artificial intelligence takes over and and she is on a mission the doll is on a mission to protect the the little girl and madness ensues and she wasn't programmed with uh, the three laws of robotics not don't harm humans etc and she goes on uh, something of a murderous spree 
Yes, and people will die. Bodies will drop. Uh, I'd say that that's a 10 out of 10 synopsis, wouldn't you yeah, say, Jenny? Exactly. Well, oh, I yeah, missed out on the dancing. Everything sounded pretty good. Yeah, oh, and, how and dare the, you? For, for no reason whatsoever, the robot dances. <laughs> it's, it's to celebrate the next kill, David. If only Freddie or Jason had that much yeah. spunk and charisma. All right, guys, let's just get to it. Uh, my first note on here: I thought that the 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 most terrifying note of the entire film was that baby skin for the face for, when they first introduced <laughs> the face for Megan. That was absolutely horrifying. That was just like I was like, oh my god! And then it like went to to a to yeah. a to a half a sleep side of the face. And went to a fully active side of the face. Absolutely terrifying. What did you guys find to be the most scary part of this? To be honest, uh, I watch a lot of horror movies, and there wasn't a lot about this movie that really terrified me. Uh, this oh, is so you were you were fine. Oh yeah, I was fine the whole time. This is definitely what one would consider in the realm of horror camp. This is horror comedy mm. at its finest. Especially when I knew from the get go it was going to be more on the comedy side or black comedy side. When we, the first moment you um, a spoiler is for those who haven't seen the movie. The first couple of minutes is for a commercial. And it's for a very twisted toy commercial, and there's a a cheeky song that goes with it, and it shows and it shows how um, the toy is built to be connected to an iPad. So basically, it's um, it's there's a whole spoof to the thing, and there's also this kind of darkness about it. Like, oh yeah, where kids are heavily are heavily heavily attached to their technology these days because of these toys that are being created so it's like oh so we're spinning this on the comedy side there's going to be a lot of things that'll make me laugh okay great and the musical elements of this movie whoo i have not laughed that hard watching a horror movie in a long time i really <laughs> it enjoyed good. it it was really yeah, good. I was like, are they turning this into Megan the musical? By the way, super down for that if someone decides to build that musical from the ground oh, up. No. <laughs> I can I just say the only thing more more painful to watch as an adult than real children's toy commercials, like commercials for children's toys, are children's toy commercials in movies. Like oh. they make them even worse. Is this a thing? Where does this come from? It's the next step of evolution, David. You know, it's commercials for commercials within a commercial. And where did they I come? Just, when did that anyway. commercial come? Right after the previews, which are considered commercials for upcoming movies. <laughs> I'm just saying they make them even more irritating in movies than they are even That's in real true. life. That's true. Anyway, that is very true. Uh, guys, do kids still that age for Gemma? I believe her name is. Do, do kids still get read bedtime stories at that age? That was the only thing that felt kind of weird. Like she's like a thirteen-year-old asking for a bedtime story. So what? What do you? You're no longer in Berenstein Bears com company yeah, but anymore. I, honestly, like I, I don't even think it fit with the movie because this child is obsessed with technology. Why does? Why would she want a bedtime story? I like. I think it's great. To read a 13-year-old or whatever, however old she was, a I bedtime guess. story. Why not, you know? I mean, really, she could read her own bedtime story, but at least she wants a story and not, like, can I have 10 minutes of iPad before bed? I guess that's fair. Jenny, were you read a bedtime story at that age? At that age, probably not. And also, I am double-checking the age of the child. Uh, I don't think oh, it's please. listed here. Uh, I'm just kind of hitting all the generic websites to... To see, but I think you have to just consider that in a lot of these movies, uh, 
the the ages of the actors that portray these characters are definitely older. So okay. if, oh, yeah, totally. I'm sure that she is probably in her preteens, but she's probably meant to play a child that's younger old or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, did you think that the look on Megan, did you, did it work for you? Did it not? Did, I mean, obviously David's down with the dancing. He nice and he's out <laughs> on it, but at least for the, okay. okay the the actress is 11. Uh, the actress is 11, which means the that the character is probably supposed probably to be like eight or nine. nine. Yeah. yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Did, the, did the look of Megan work for you outside of just the oh, baby? Oh, definitely. Face? Yeah, yeah, she David. looks she looks great. I, I I mean sure. I didn't have any problem with that. Right. She looked like a doll. I guess that's the point. I that's oh, the yeah. thing. Like you asked me earlier, was, was it scary? No, it wasn't scary. I think you have to have uh, a, an innate fear of dolls to find this movie scary, mm. scary. Like it's mm-hmm. not supposed to be super scary. It's supposed to be a creepy doll, but it's only that only really works, I think, if you already have that that fear of of dolls and then there's the opposite bred by chucky and and all those other the real horror movies from years gone by Mm -hmm. right and then there's the opposite side too where you can really be in love with dolls like that that the when the bully goes off and starts playing with the doll i don't know what what bully would steal somebody's like life-size doll that was the that you want to talk about the biggest reach of the film for me that was that was prime example number one i was like he uh, one thing he might start ripping the doll apart or, or doing something with the doll and then it got to an uncomfortable stage but i'll stay away from that but the fact yeah. that he walked away with the with the doll i i thought was just outlandish to me like it, it felt like such an excuse to get him alone with the doll that i i didn't even buy it oh well again too they were really pushing the the dark comedy part of it so i'm sure they just went from zero to savage with the character of this bully yeah. to get the yeah. to get the plot moving um back to the uh mer- to the to the doll look um it did remind me the design of the doll gave me american girl doll vibes yeah she yes, much sure. reminded me of i actually had an american girl doll um when i was younger it kind of reminded me of that one of those dolls that are built to look like uh, the child that the doll's for it's meant to be like your best friend because it looks because it looks similar to you so megan was uh i did notice that megan and katie were pretty much the same height and they looked pretty similar to each other, but I don't think that was done on purpose. I think it was just they had a certain design or aesthetic for the doll put in place. But I was like, huh, it kind of looks like that they're somewhat relate. Like they look like they could be related if Megan was real. Like they could be sisters or they could be best friends. Like that, that's just the vibe that it read to me when I saw it. Yeah, even in the the, ex- the quote unquote examples and commercials for the upcoming Megans that they have within mm-hmm. the film, they have different right. skin tones and stuff that that could I, I'd assume. Went in a mass in the sequel that's inevitably going to come. Uh, I'm that they, sure. They yeah. Probably oh, yeah that's been confirmed. That's been confirmed. Set for a 2025 release. Yep. Oh, okay. There we go. So I'm sure it'll be a Megan for all doll. Right. Yes. M. Thregan uh, two. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, then as long if they come out with the two, you know, there's a third one if they already have a three in the in the name. All oh, right. Of course. Um, uh, but they've ruined their opportunity to put to put the three in the title cleverly because it's already there. That's true. So, what are they going to do? We'll true. see if they decide to yeah. come up with a third, of course. I, I guess so. Yes, uh, we live in an age of franchises. I, I think it's almost inevitable. Well, All I'm right, sure. Guys. Yeah, go ahead. No, sorry. I I think the third one is certainly inevitable, and then they'll come up with its own universe. Guys, the magic water paint drawing 
that that was the real monetized skill <laughs> that they were like just leaving in the back burner. I said, you know, forget the doll. The fact that you can just create invisible ink that comes alive yeah. with water. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No wonder the kid's mind was blown. My mind was blown. Is that, I don't even think that's possible. <laughs> even if it was possible, what, what, why did it happen in the movie though? This is like, I'm at, look, I'm here to ask the real questions. What, why did uh, Gemma or whatever her name, the designer, the, the aunt, why, Williams. If she set up, yeah, she set up this play room. For, for Katie to meet Megan for the first time Agreed. and for them to have their sessions later down the line when they're testing the Which was prototype odd. doll, whatever. Oh, so to have this playroom, why, why would Gemma stock the playroom with invisible ink pens? Uh, you know what? Why? I, why? I don't know. I don't know. It David. don't make no sense, huh? <laughs> so, and then, uh, and then, like, if they were going to show her, like, creating this incredible drawing... Um, surely it should have taken, either taken her longer or they should have shown her like doing it like really fast and, you know, robotically. Like, like, do you remember iRobot? Oh yeah. yeah like uh, the Robin Williams yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no, yeah, no. yeah. Bicentennial Man. Bicentennial oh. Man. Yeah. Same, same concept. Oh, yeah. About, yeah. Yeah. But okay. But that movie. Sorry, I'm confused. Oh, so many robot so, movies. Sonny the robot in, in iRobot, Will Smith, Sonny the robot draws a picture and he does it like. He takes a pencil and he does it like super fast, you know? Yes, uh, I do remember that. It's really so I, like they, if they had done that, I would have bought it, but she literally does it in like 10 seconds. And I'm like, yeah, but that, no. Sorry, <laughs> you lost me there. I just, I think that that was the true skill that the doll, the $10,000 doll was worth. That was, that was just amazing. Absolutely amazing. But, you know, if we're going to go to the dark comedy side of this, when the doll starts singing, fing hilarious. I died. That was amazing. Amazing timing to have the doll start f***ing singing. And then when the doll starts singing Titanium, oh my God, I was out of here. I started oh, laughing yeah. because it was yeah. so intentional and so, so cleverly put. I, I, I really actually enjoyed it. So it, it could have gone either way, but it was done so well. God bless you. I loved it. That was part of the dark comedy that actually really sh rose and shone in the film. Did you guys have anything else that you thought was hilarious? Hilarious. It's going to be a um, bit harder for Dan. Oh, the galloping. Uh, yes. The, <laughs> she like gallops like an animal. The doll. This is the part where you run now and then she just goes on yeah, all fours. And then she goes on all fours and starts galloping. Uh, yeah. I found oh, that to be that was amusing. quite hilarious. Jenny, any any uh, <laughs> any high rising highbrow comedy moments for you? I think we honestly covered all of them. the The funniest yeah. part of the movie by far was the moment that she started singing "Titanium." That oh. I, I lost my I just lost it in the audience. It I mean, the it curves I was into with, it too. Yes, yeah, it it, the timing into was the brilliant. Song. Because all of a sudden you're like, wait, I do know this song. Because the first song I think was original that she started to sing. And then the second one, I'm like, wait, this one I, oh my God, it's quite good. <laughs> all right, guys, last thoughts. Anything else before we go to our, to our, just, just what our general consensus on the, on the film? Or no, we go to Jenny. Um, I think no, we covered everything. I think we got it. All right, Jenny, hit us with some fun trivia facts. All righty. So um, I was personally not surprised to hear that a sequel was being announced for Megan because Megan has managed to succeed in something I thought I was unachievable. Uh, Megan is one of the first Hollywood films within the last 45 years to be released on the first Friday in January and obtain a fresh Rotten Tomato score. 
So huh. in my it in has my, a fresh Rotten Tomato score. It oh, does. David, it's, it's ranked it. as ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. That okay. surprises okay. me greatly. Okay, maybe David, don't stop. But ninety four is a bit generous. But okay, okay. that is sh- <laughs> shocking to me. Well, it said um, when I was doing research for this, um, it said 94% was the Rotten Tomatoes score and then the audience score, the popcorn icon. I'm not quite sure what source that's for. It said 79%. So maybe it's shocking. Maybe critics are going hardcore with uh, overwhelmingly positive reviews. Um, But this is a big deal because every every uh, film that gets released on the first Friday of January until now, especially horror films, they're usually received with negative reviews um so for example one to give an example um the remake of the grudge that came out um one or two years ago um that got swamped with negative reviews and i think other ones like split for example i think that one generally got some good reviews i'm not sure if that was the first friday but those are movies that came to mind first that were released in january it's always it's just kind of a hit or miss when movies are released in January, especially horror, if they're good or not. But Megan has successfully somehow gotten amazing reviews. So Surpassed um, expectations. It surpassed many expectations, yes. Uh, nice. Okay, so my next little bit of trivia. So the total body count that we see in this movie are spoilers. Listeners. Wait, wait, wait. David, David, do you want to guess? Do you want to guess, David? Total I think body it's like, count? I think it's... Uh, I'm going to say, does the dog count? Yes. Okay. Um, I think it's nine. Oh, nine. Oh, I think it's nine. I think it's eight, eight or below. It's five, five deaths total. What? It's It's the bully, it's the dog, it's the dog's mom, it's the two co-workers. That's it. That's it? Yep, that's that's it. it. Damn. Well, it was revealed by one of the writers whose name is Akela or Akela Cooper, and she revealed that the body count was originally going to be much higher. We were going to, um, the original script had a much gorier version of Megan planned, but they decided to. Um, when the, uh, the they noticed the movie was getting very popular with teenagers, so it was beginning. Mm. Uh, they were it was getting very viral on TikTok, especially with that dance choreography. Right. Oh my dance. gosh! Yes, so yes, yes. they decided to steer the movie toward the PG thirteen route, and they cut a lot of the violence out of the movie, especially since they were going for the more dark comedy route. Uh, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, though, that we get to have an unrated version of this movie in the future. Could you imagine how different would this movie be if there was? More violence, more gore, higher body count. I think I would I would pay to see that. That sounds that sounds interesting to me. So for uh, fun, if you've seen the movie, it's it's revealed in here. The next trip, little trivia trivia. Blah, 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 can't speak today. Megan's name is actually an abbreviation. Um, Allison Williams's character reveals that that the name of the doll, um, its model, it's called Model Three Generative Android. So it becomes oh. shortened for Megan. So that's where uh, the three comes from, David. That's where the three, that's comes, where the three from. comes from. They say that in the movie. We know I, that. I, I mean, I some of us didn't pay attention. <laughs> some of us meaning you. Yeah, well, give- some of us, David. <laughs> some of us. Well, to give credit, it does get the information just kind of gets thrown away in the beginning. It's like, oh, yeah, that's what they had to have a short moment to explain why it's called Megan. And it was a two second blip. So not everybody would remember it. It's it's I barely remembered it. Thank too. You, I had a reminder. Yes. Thank you. Um, so uh, last no, bit I, of I, I'm not dis- I'm not discounting that, uh, you know, total fair enough. Uh, fun fact there. I just think that Philip should have known that. 
<laughs> Considering we, we walked in to do a review of this movie today. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, so uh, last bit of trivia I've got for you today. Um, a little sports trivia. Uh, so Ooh. to help promote this film, they hired a bunch of actors to dress as Megan. Uh, they yes, showed had a couple up to friends the, in this. Yeah, they showed up to the Los Angeles Rams and Los Angeles yeah. Chargers NFL game on New Year's one Day. One of my friends is one of my friends was one of those girls. Oh, I know what? one of those girls. Oh. Yeah, they did a whole viral viral marketing thing. Uh, they yeah. they at one point they were on top of the Empire State Building. Uh, one. What? Oh wait. I'm pretty I sure. Have a question yeah. without going into her full They're name. On top was of it, some building for for David? Was your friend Sam? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I know Sam. How? Do, oh, have we had this conversation before? We might have. Anyways, all right. We'll have it off camera. Okay. But, but yes, a crazy, crazy, cool moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they even what did a go on Jenny. <laughs> uh, that's a little bit of that uh, trivia there. Um, they even during halftime, they even did a little Megan choreography for everybody to promote the film. I'm really digging. Does anybody all the... feel confident? Does anybody? Does anybody think that they could do it? The dance? No. <laughs> it's you it's, know uh, it's I like, could try, but like you know block. the movements of Megan might take a moment for me to uh, register to to muscle yeah. memory. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I can. Do it. <laughs> um, I am loving. Can we talk about how um, how awesome horror movies are for using sports to promote their films right now? Smile did is this, this a, too. Is this like a trend? It, well, I just noticed recently that in sports events, I'm seeing horror films being marketed. So to give another example of what I'm referring to, uh, the other another horror movie called Smile that was released a couple of months ago, I believe. It yeah. felt like uh, October, I think. Uh, they uh, promoted their film by having um, hired actors sit in the audience of the of baseball games and smile at oh. the camera while it's panning. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, really creepy. Really, really creepy yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna um, hazard a guess as to why this is, and I don't want you to get on me about being a asshole, Phil. I'm just trying to logically piece it together. I think people who like movies like Megan, like uh, uh, those kind of campy horror movies, most of them are not would probably not consider themselves cinephiles, and neither would the average sports fan. So maybe there's a big overlap in like. Fans of horror movies and fans of sports. Maybe. I'm sure that Venn diagram does intersect. Yeah. yeah sure. Oh, Megan is definitely a pop. What I would call a popcorn movie. It's just meant to entertain the masses. There's oh, yeah. no, no true scaring happening here. It's just good old slasher fun. It's so it it, it makes sense that it's merging them. Yeah. A, an incredibly well marketed movie. That yeah. I mean that Extremely. is the, that is the true. The true I victory what I, what I expected in, in this movie was was the marketing. Like, yeah. kudos. Whoever's in charge of that. Excellent. All right, let's go around the room really fast. Thanks, Are James you excited Juan. for the sequel? And did you enjoy it uh, in either order you wish? Jenny. I did really enjoy this movie. Um, I'm really loving this highlight on campy horror movies. Um, James Wan always slays the box office, in my opinion, in terms of horror. And he's really amping up the camp uh, subcategory of horror right now which i love i would love to see a sequel of this and see where they could take it david uh i thought it was a stupid ass movie and <laughs> i gave it one and a half stars and uh, no i'm not excited about the sequel but i know you guys are probably going to make me watch it so we can do a stupid ass you betcha <laughs> this is not my genre i didn't like it 
I was, I'm glad I, I have a, an unlimited pass and didn't have to spend freaking money on it. All it was was an opportunity for me to go to the movies and eat popcorn, and which eat popcorn. I'm always glad for. I'm always glad for, but no, no, this is a stupid ass movie and don't watch it. <laughs> I will say what if the if the advertising did anything for you then go watch it. It was it was 0.5 better than what I expected, which were medium expectations at, at worst. So you got the full spectrum. You got Jenny who loved it, can't wait for a sequel. You got me who was like, eh, a little better than what I thought, and I'll watch the sequel. David will be forced to watch the sequel and was forced to watch this film. So therefore, wherever you fall onto that spectrum. Enjoy the film as you will. On to the next. Oh, uh, Joe, one second, one second. Oh, yes. oh, we're coming up on Oscar season. Oh. Just a uh, tantalizing. Ooh, it's ooh. coming up. All right. <laughs> this episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides, S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, sides will step in to resolve it for you. Wait, Phil, that one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I don't know. I, I guess we can use sides to settle this dispute because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. Jenny's first fun factoid. Jenny, me and David will uh, we'll, we'll show you how this one never goes. Never heard that intro before. What okay. is that? It's just it's just a That's nice new. little yeah. It's a ukulele ditty. Oh. It's you know what it is, David. It's fun. All right. So that for fun fact, yeah, thank sure. you. Yeah. Yeah. For fun factoid, uh, we will be presenting the other two, two facts. It will be up to the other two to decide which one is the real one and which one is the fake one. Uh, shall I start? I shall. Let us begin. Uh, guys, in the U.S., cities with higher rates of country music played on the radio also have higher suicide rates. And the second fact, in Great Britain, regions with higher rates of moss grown on trees coincide with having higher suicide rates. So it's either <laughs> or here. But where are, is it? Uh, David, which one do you believe is the fake fact? Uh, no, no, I like that they're linked. I like that there's there's a common thread here. <laughs> I, I think the country music, I mean, a lot of country music, you're down bad about your girl or your, your pickup truck or something like that. And uh, and I feel like there there might be a correlation with like depression writing country music, and not I mean obviously some country music is totally feel good and great whatever, but I'm saying there's a lot of it you're you know you're down bad about something, and so maybe there's a correlation there. The so moss saying, thing doesn't make any sense. That sounds like something Philip would have made up. So I'm gonna say that that's the false fact. That's the and false the country fact. music is the true one. Jenny, are you piggybacking off of David and going to go with what he decided for fake fact? Uh, no, I actually uh, disagree. Uh, I think the Ooh. country music is the fake one. Uh, okay, so we have differing opinions, which means one of you mm. must be correct. And unfortunately, it's David this time. Uh, ah! I did completely make up the moss. Uh, the uh, country music uh, co correlating with higher suicide rates apparently is true. Who knew? Wow. All right, Jenny... You go, you go second here. You go second. All right. I'd like to humbly announce that these facts are not related to each other. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's so totally the first, 
The first fact is, um, so during the spring and summer months, you can calculate the temperature outside by listening to a chirping cricket. My second fact is, the first living creature that was intentionally sent into space was a dog named Laika, or Laika, I think it's pronounced, either, I'm not sure. Um, she traveled aboard the Soviet space spacecraft Sputnik 2 on November 3rd, 1957. Which one's real and which one's fake? Uh, who should go first, Jenny? Um, Philip, how about you go first? Dang it! Well, I don't remember if it was a dog or if it was a chimp, but I think everything else was right. I mean, it was the Russians. I think you uh, made up the dog fact. I think the cricket fact is true, I believe, is says can me. You, can you tell me the cricket fact again? Yes. During the spring and summer months, you can calculate the temperature by listening to the sound of a chirping cricket. Because in the winter, yeah, all the I crickets are Yeah, I think that's the false one. I, I'm pretty sure it was a dog, and I'm pretty sure that it was the Russians, and I think, I think I've heard that before, the, the, the dog in sp- first living creature in space. All right. We have contrasting opinions once again. Uh, Philip, mm. you are correct. The dog one was yeah! fake. Yeah. Yeah. It was a monkey, wasn't it? No, actually. So you were wrong with that. Oh. <laughs> of the first actual living creatures that were sent into the space atmosphere were fruit flies. Oh. <laughs> so they, <laughs> they were transported on a rocket in February of 1947. So they sent, okay. before they started sending um, dogs and chimps, Mammals. they were sending bacteria. They were sending That's... little insects just to, you know. Read that's, the room yeah. or read space. That's you know, far what I mean? more humane. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, um, I, I, I and would, uh, and comp- they came down, and 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 the fl- fruit flies. I'm sure had a lot to say about what space was all all about. <laughs> and then uh, for those who are curious um, to how to calculate the temperature by listening to a chirping yes. cricket, uh, you simply count the number of chirps that you hear in a span of 14 seconds. Then you add the number 40 to that number, and it will tell you the temperature in degrees Fahrenheit. Ooh, I love it when Jenny comes up with facts. She brings all the facts. That is really spicy facts with Jenny. And then you da, da, have da, to convert da, da. that number into Celsius. So oh, that it makes good sense. luck with that. Okay, I can not, help you there. Um, <laughs> yeah, not over here in America. All right, David, no, all right, hit, us. hit us. <laughs> okay. The original name for the Google search engine was Backrub. A teaspoonful of the sun <laughs> at its surface would weigh 21 kilograms or 46 pounds. If you were to take a teaspoon full of what the sun is made out of at uh-huh. its surface, it would be worth, it would be, be, it would weigh 21 kilograms or 46 pounds. Who do you want to go first, David? I would like Jenny to go first. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch me starting to giggle at the first one? Yeah. So I, I, it, I couldn't help myself. It's very giggle worthy. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I'm going to go with my heart on this one. I feel like, ah, oh, you know, shoot. Um, you know what? I couldn't help but laugh. So I will go ahead and say the Google, the first one, the Google fact is the fake one. Philip? I think he picked that one knowing that I, I would just. I, I couldn't resist having David uh, uh, possibly attributing a back rub to David. So I'm for that reason alone, number two gets my vote. I think the back rub's real. Wow. We, we've, we've got differing opinions all three ways. One of you is correct. The original name for Google was, uh, was back rub. I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. apparently, 
I yeah. read this online that originally Google was called Backrub, and then they changed it to um, to Google after the number Google, which is spelled differently. It's spelled G double O G O L, which is a, a number a one followed by hundred zeros. That's Google. Oh, now okay. uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, the, and then the tea, teaspoonful of the sun at its surface is actually really not that heavy. Not wouldn't be 21 kilos or 46. Yeah, it's mostly pounds, light, it would anyways, wouldn't it be? Who knows? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. I don't it's even know. Anyway, it's mostly it's, light. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really light. And now, if you were to go deeper into the sun, then it's really heavy. Obviously, it's really, really much denser. But at the surface, the sun is actually apparently less dense than the average uh, density of the Earth. So there you go. Since we have Jenny as a permanent host, this means that for the first time, one of us, the uh, the the what me or David, gets a chance. To get to play both games without having to create our own. As Jenny steps into the foray and is creating her own game. David, this week, you got a week off. Congratulations, buddy. I get to kick back and relax and stress out over trying to beat you guys. Yes, absolutely. You had to study hard as me and Jenny went in the back and and said, all right, this is the game we're going to make. I don't even know what kind of game we're playing. Yes, but before we get to that. Me and Jenny have cooked up some very interesting questions for you. Jenny is going to ask her first question right now. Go ahead, Jenny. So, David, my fun question for you before our game starts here is, do you have a fun talent that you like to show off at parties? Do you have a party trick that you like to share when you're um, socializing? If yes, what is it? Well, I mean, so I I have two jobs Mm -hmm. uh, or two careers. Uh, One is bartending and one is acting. And when I'm at parties, the things that I, and I end up doing that to show off or to, you know, help party up the party are either making cocktails or doing accents and impressions. And so neither Ooh. of these are useless skills, but those are my, my party pieces is like doing accents of various countries around the world and, and making cocktails. Do you have so a favorite that, accent you like to do? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I like, I like doing Australian every now and then. Because I find that once I'm in it, it's quite easy to just sort of go and live in it. Very nice. Um, I, Sounds I've, good. I've I, I done the impression many times when I was like in taxis in LA, like Uber pools, and we're, and like Australians would get in, and I'd be like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, very nice. And that's a wonderful right. accent, by the way. That sounds really good. Yeah. Thank you. Quite authentic. All right. Philip. Um, yes. David. Mine is going to be a highly uh, mature and, and heightened sense of awareness of course, question. So I if would you can expect just, nothing else. Yes. If you can put on your highbrow hat, I would appreciate it. Mm. Pinky out, my friend. Pinky out. Have you ever tooted and blamed someone else for it? <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, it's easy. It's easy uh, to blame uh, children. It's oh, easy God to, bless to blame the dogs. The dogs. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they don't care. They, they just <laughs> don't care. They'll happen. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely, I have. Uh, not loudly, so yeah. I might be like, like to you know, if I fart and then someone you start else, sniffing like, is, it, you're like, I'm like oh. I, go, I turn to someone else. I'm like, I think, I think that might have been, you know. <laughs> oh, the yeah. sneaky. Suspect. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I now know who I'm dealing with. All right, 
<laughs> well, well, guys, uh, in honor and in lieu of this week's uh, movie review that we have had for you, Megan, we all know that the AI brain and processing software that Megan possesses allowed her to listen and learn and adapt. Well, me and Jenny decided that we'd bring you a game called Listen and Learn. It's a variation, and me and Jenny each have our, our own little probably twists and turns on it. So, David, I'll give it to you first. Who would you like to play against first, and then we'll give you our version, and we'll see if they coincide. I will play against Jenny first. Jenny, so why don't you explain your game first here, Jenny? That doesn't make any sense. I just said I would... I would uh... Oh, you'll you play, play against, against Jenny. We're, Jenny. Play against. we're going against each other first, so it's you, Philip, who's running uh, the yes. game first. Philip. We will, uh, I will be giving a story, and at the conclusion of it, I will ask you two to buzz in, name is your buzzer, and give me the correct detail I asked for. Now, you can buzz in before the end, but just realize that that is a chance. Um, but this detail will come from the story. Winner will have the most at the end of five stories, most points, and I have a tiebreaker if we need it. All right, sound good? Yep. Yes. Story time. Everybody gather around the campfire. <clears throat> Me and my 52-year-old grandma went to the local Walmart on 59th and Bell Avenue, where we wanted to see if there were three veggie Lunchables available to buy. Instead, we could only buy five meatball Hot Pockets for $7.50. How old is my grandma? Are we buzzing in or? Yes, buzz Jenny. in. Your name is your buzzer. Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. I heard my ba my brain retained 59, so that's my guess. Her guess is 59, and that is incorrect. David, do you have a guess? 52. 52 is the answer that I gave, indeed. So David is up one point. Now that's a on young grandma. Yeah, yes, it is. And if you ask my grandma, that's how old she'll say she is. Next story, <laughs> whether it's true or not. Next story. Three ants went into an anthill. They had just taken their lunch and where they all shared five blades of grass between them. They had to hurry back from lunch, though, because two owls had spotted them and they were eight inches away from safety. They ran pretty fast and got back to safety, but not before Robert, the ant, lost two legs. How far away were the ants from safety? David. David. Eight inches. Eight inches is correct. Up two to nothing uh, against <laughs> Jenny. My goodness. All right. This next one. I have a feeling for Jenny. She's got this one. Okay. I took myself to the candy shop. I did not order a lollipop. I got myself one banana Laffy Taffy. How many Laffy Taffies did I get myself? Jenny. David. Jenny! You got yourself one. It won! There we go! I, I knew it! I knew it! There's always one. All right, next one. With a score of two to one, David is indeed leading. While running the car wash located at 7th Street and Northern Avenue, I saw four white cars get clean, two blue cars opt for the Max Wash special, and seven green cars pay extra to get their carpets cleaned. How many blue cars opted for the Max Wash special? David. David? Two, two blue cars. Two blue cars. David seals his victory on a three-to-one <laughs> score, but Jenny, we do have one more here for respectability. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. We went camping and brought three pots and pans, 52 marshmallows, one log, three pairs of hiking boots, eight sleeping bags, since we wanted to have enough to double stuff, three lighters, 11 graham crackers, five knives, two oh fish, <laughs> and 13 Cheez-Its to munch on. 
How many lighters did we bring? David, three. David was with three, too, but David was too he quick. Is correct. Four to one. You My goodness. So fast. I had no ability to retain anything. I have a weirdly uncanny memory for numbers, which is great because I can't remember anything else. But numbers, they stick. They stick. All right, David has won against Jenny, a first in the new series of the uh, the new host edition. It is my chance to get a victory over Jenny. Jenny, give us your game. So my version of the game, it's pretty similar, but it's a little uh, more of a long-form approach. So I'll be telling some stories, and there'll be certain pieces of information that I will mention throughout those stories. And at the end, I will ask you a specific question about them. So let's go ahead and begin. Uh, this Ooh. is the first one, Philip versus David. Are you ready? Yes. yes. All right, let's begin. Listen and learn. Question one. Amy, Maddie, and Sarah really needed to return seven books to the public library, so they decided to carpool from Amy's house. They left at 10 a.m. They turned onto Fairmont Street. They made a left on Evans Road. They drove for about 10 minutes or so. They stopped at the intersection of Evans and Freely. They continued on and made a right onto Library Lane. They parked their car in the parking lot and opened the door to see a clock in the front hallway. And then um, how many minutes, uh, what time actually was listed on the clock when they got there? <sighs> Philip, go ahead. I think it was seven thirty. What? No. Oh, dang it! Dang it. <laughs> no. David, do da you have a guess? David, I think you said that they left at ten, and I don't know. I can't remember how long it took them to get there, but I'm just going to say mm -hmm. ten thirteen. I will give you the point. Uh, the correct answer was ten ten, but since your guess oh. was a little closer than Phillips, no, I say no. She brought a tiebreaker. We wanted the exact time. I say no, no, I'll decline the point. It's so okay. they left at ten a.m. They drove for ten minutes. Yes. So uh, the clock would say ten a.m. I don't Agreed. know why. I don't know why I, I I I was thirteen minutes was sticking in my head. Was there thirteen something? I think I said uh, there was never, never 13. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, okay. Second one. Jerry wanted to go to Coldstone for his birthday, but he's very picky about the number of sweets he wants on his ice cream. He asked for uh, chocolate covered strawberry ice cream, but for his toppings, he specifically asked for 10 chocolate candies, 15 sour candies, 20 sprinkles and three cookie pieces. He also asked for a dollop of whipped cream on top. Um, how many types of toppings did Jerry get for his ice cream? Oh, yeah. oh no. Five. Philip, do you have a guess? Does whipped cream count? I'm going to say Philip, four? David is correct. The answer is five. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Because he got chocolate candies, <laughs> one. Sour candies, two. Sprinkles, three. Cookie pieces, four. And whipped cream, five. Ah, oh, good man, David. Good man. <laughs> All right. So this next one. Um, hope you like kitty cats. Rebecca works at the local cat cafe. <laughs> Wait, you don't like cats? I saw you yeah, shake David, your head. <laughs> David's a pronounced. Uh, I'm allergic no to cats. I'm allergic to cats. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So, David, you are in the lead, by the way. Two to zero. One to zero. Right. One to zero. One to zero. Oh, one to zero. Okay. Excuse me. Oh, because, uh, okay. Well, I gave David a point. Yeah. Uh, Philip oh, we're not going to cap it. We'll just, 
I'm gonna, I'll yeah. beat him anyway. Don't worry about it. Okay, so it'll be 1-0. Okay. All right. Uh, Rebecca works at the local cat cafe. There are five cats visiting the cat cafe today. Romero is a gray kitty and loves to greet guests by grazing them with his tail. Minnie is a white kitty that likes to perch on the cat tree and supervise the restaurant. Onyx is a black kitty that loves to try to jump on tables to steal scraps. Sunny is an orange kitty who likes to carry his toy mouse in his mouth when he walks around. Ember is the youngest cat and looks just like his dad, Onyx. What color is Ember's fur? Philip! Go ahead, Philip. Black! Correctamundo, my friend. Yes! Correctamundo. Yes! <laughs> That's That's one <laughs> I worked very hard on those cat names, by the way. Can you tell? <laughs> God bless it. Honestly, that was the only thing that kept me alive. Oh, was the cat God. names? <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, Sunny is orange, okay. I think I mm-hmm. forget what Gray was, but Grayson or something. I don't even know. But Oh, oh Romero. Well Romero, These are names that I either name my cats or they are names of cats that I already have been acquainted with. Except for Sunny. <laughs> Sunny was random. I was like, what cat would name be named an orange cat? Oh, Sunny, that works. That okay, very so well very well one to one. Yeah, we currently are in a tie. All Ooh. right. This next one is a little sports themed one. Ooh. Uncle Ben is sharing his favorite stories at Thanksgiving dinner. He used to play collegiate football for the Arizona State Sun Devils. He met the lead coach, Harry Devine, at Monty's Steakhouse for dinner. The coach tells Ben that he's allowed to order whatever he wants, and he highly recommends the T-bone steak. The steak arrives, and Ben devours it. But in in a state of disbelief, the coach decides, you know what? You love that steak so much. How about you go ahead and order another one? Ben was so excited, he took his offer and agreed. He had two T-bone steaks that night and signed his contract that very evening. Now, what is the name of the steakhouse? Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Go ahead. Monterey's? David, do you have a guess? Thanks for that, Phil. I'm pretty sure it was Monty's now. (laughs) David is correct. It is Monty's Steakhouse. Come on. You know what? I had had no idea until you said Monterey's, and I was like, that's not right. It's Monty's Steakhouse. (laughs) Oh, now, fun fact, Monty's Steakhouse was a real steakhouse in Tempe, Arizona. I, I put it as part of this because oh. I love that place when I was younger. They had amazing rosemary bread as their appetizer. R.I.P. Monty's Steakhouse. I was going to say, it's so wonderful, it shut down. It's no, so, it's, it was in business for a really long time, many, many oh, years. Good for, and, good for that. Yes. And I still know the owner. He's, uh, he's local. He's a, he's a family friend. Nice. This is our last one. We've done four of them. Excellent. I need this to tie. Yes. How exciting. We need the tiebreaker to happen. Okay. Come on, Philip. Let's, let's see if we can get this last one. Michael wants to make breakfast for his girlfriend. He loves making bagel sandwiches. He first whips up a cream cheese spread with dill, parsley, and lemon juice. He toasts two everything bagels while he starts cooking four pieces of bacon. While the bacon cooks, he cuts two tomato slices, a handful of arugula, three slices of red onion, and a slice of avocado. He removes the bacon from the pan and adds two sunny-side-up eggs to cook in the grease. 
When everything is made, he stacks it all and realizes he made the sandwich way too tall. So he puts the bacon on the side to serve. Now, did he cook his eggs in the grease or not? Philip, yes! Philip, yes! Philip, yes! Come on! Come oh, on! that was really close, guys. <laughs> I can't tell who was first. <laughs> okay, you know what? For the sake of Philip's enthusiasm, I will let him go. <laughs> Philip, yes. Did he cook it in the grease? Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, he did cook it in that. Okay, grease. Philip. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. <laughs> David, sorry, he was so enthusiastic. I from where I'm this. sitting, yes. From where I'm sitting, I was first. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Gotcha. gotcha. Oh, you well, know where you're sitting in yeah. not America. That's you know where you're results, sitting. You know what this results in though is we get to have our time. Yeah. And so, I'll have to go first in that one. I'm sure that that's going to help really you tremendously. Really deep, deep into your memories now, because this is a second question that is going to be random from all the stories you've heard so far. Oh my god! Oh god. <laughs> uh, good luck. <laughs> um, so if if it if it's too difficult, I will change it. No. So this is from question three. This is Uncle Ben's story. Oh. What football team was mentioned? David. David? The Arizona Sun Devils? That is correct. Arizona State Sun Devils. I will give you the point. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, they're the that's, Sun Devils. That, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, there's... there's yes, honestly, I, I feel like... I feel like if I wasn't paying attention, Philip would have had the advantage here because he's actually from Arizona. <sighs> yeah, no, I, I just... <laughs> I was late on the trigger on that one. I, see, again, that that for me, David, was the one there. It, it sounded to me like I was first, but I understand yeah. because of the lag. <laughs> yes, it's fine. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, David, oh. you two for two this round. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you very much. You know what? I feel like that first question, I was only three minutes off and you were like three hours off. That's so. fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know what? It was destined to be yours. I will definitely hand it to you. I stole a tie uh, from the jaws of defeat. So yeah, enjoy your victory. Yeah. I, I agree. Thank you. And that was my first. Congratulations, Jenny. I'm hosting yes. him. Very well done. Incredibly respectful. Very, yes. That bagel sandwich is a real recipe that I have used. It's very delicious. Highly recommend. Happy to write it down and share it with you guys if you want it. If you like bagel okay. sandwiches, of course. Oh, I, 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 Jenny, I think I remember every single detail. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's a big deal of a sandwich. (laughs) Oh, that slaps. Yes, every week we're going to be bringing you, as always, some entertainment that we want to recommend. And uh, this week I've got a song. It feels like it's been a little while since I've had a song. <laughs> and this song is called 1983 is the name of the song. And it is by Weathers. And it's oh. a jam. It's a jam. I think you, could, you should check it out. It, it slaps. Dare you say it slaps? I dare. <laughs> he dares. Jenny, what slaps for you this week? Well, I actually brought music for my selection this time. But it's not just a singular song. It is a whole playlist that I've got Whoa. selected here. So I came, I recently discovered, um, I am a, for those who don't know, I am a huge fan of the Pokemon franchise. That was my, that was my Pokemon. geek moment when I was a childhood. I was obsessed with everything Pokemon. 
And I found a Pokemon lo-fi playlist on Spotify. For those who don't know lo-fi, it's very soothing music that people love to use um, in the background while they're doing homework, while they're relaxing, while they're reading. This Pokemon playlist uses all of the music from um, different games that have been made from different generations, and they have lo-fied them. So it's everything is super relaxing. It's a beautiful mix of nostalgia and just soothing everything. It's it's I had a, I've been listening to it all week uh, while I've been reading or while I'm cooking, and it's wonderful. Highly recommend. Go check it out. It's literally called Pokemon Lo-Fi. If you search it on Spotify, it slaps. Nice. I will have to Wait, get this that a whole one. playlist. It's a whole playlist. That's our first playlist, David. We've I think we truly have expanded to every aspect of entertainment available wow. this side of records. I don't think we've done a record. Wait, really? You've never recommended a playlist? Never recommended. No, a, we've always stuck to individual individual pieces of media. But films, I, I like it. I like uh, how it's film uh, songs or TV seasons. Ooh, yes. interesting. We have done seasons. We have done seasons. Guys, I, I, we are all musical this week. All last week we were movies. This week we're all musical. And I'm going to go with uh, a song called Dose by uh, by Teddy Swims. That is Dose, D-O-S-E, lowercase d as a matter of fact, by Teddy Swims. It has been quite catchy, stuck in my tune, or stuck in my tune, stuck in my mind, a nice little tune. I cannot recommend it enough. Enjoy it. Dose by Teddy Swims. That slaps. Well, it's time to get cozy in our sleeping bags. The fire is dying down. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Pow Wow Podcast this week. We have a few wonderful people to thank. Yeah, thank you to Cass and Crossland for the music that you hear on the show. Oh, and of course, Jake Corlang for some of the other music that you hear on the show. Thank you to Tara Amstutz, Josh Hans, and Ryan Ardell for their wonderful musical contributions and sounds to the show. Guys, we couldn't do it without you. Thank you so very much. Now, you can find us on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the usual spots. You can also, on Instagram or any link that you find for us, you can find all the places that our podcast lies, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, to name a few. And uh, thank you to you, the listener. Yes, you listening right now. We appreciate you joining us each and every week. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Even if you're not going to listen, just go ahead and hit that subscribe button anyways. It just really helps us out either way. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, little boy. What kind of ice cream would you like? Can I have the strawberry? Strawberry.